world! Ah, I am Jonah, and this is episode 131 of Knifey Lion. Joining me is Zach. Good day. Today we'll talk about Hell is Real, our journey to Columbus, the joys of fandom, and so much more. Kevin will add a minute, and then we'll potpourri, potpourri. disappear until next Monday. And if you didn't know, you're in the John Hark's Cave of Wonders. There's no time to beat around the bush, folks. There's only time for sweet, sweet game action. Also, maybe a few, and I do mean a few, a couple FCC headlines. Folks, again, Zach, Sunday morning. The energy is right. The game is fresh. Everything is leading to a world record podcast. I know. That's right. Should we talk about the game first or just the ex- the experience of lower.com field? Sure. Let's get into it. You know what? Let's make it a let's make it a segment. Stadium status. But a new stadium, lower.com field. We drove up Friday for that 6.30 listed kickoff time. They're really socking it to us because it's rivalry week, if you haven't been watching MLS action all week long. But we made it in time. Zach, as we approach Lower.com Field, the location, they're not in map free anymore. Our first time up there, what's your vibe as we're walking with the crowd of Columbus fans approaching the stadium? Compared to the teak, for those who are not available. Um, congested? Congested. Yeah, I don't know. I felt, uh, yeah. I mean, the I teak, guess it should be. The teak is in a much better location for sure. Um, getting to the parking lot was quite a pain in the ass. And uh, I don't know. Not much to look at. Angular, they're saying. Yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll say um, in person, the uh, outside facade is more attractive than it was over the internet, I think. I had... I had, we had, you know, bigger plans to really analyze the field. But when you show up, you're 20 minutes from kickoff, you're at a new place. My head was spinning. I didn't have time to really drink it in. It's hot. You just want to get get in where you're going. So we made it in the entrance. And as we walk in, I will say it was more open, probably because there's no seats in the corner. So there's nothing uh, in that corner that we walked in. I went uh, to the John. No No issues. Didn't buy any drinks or food in the concourse, so what can I really say about it? But I will say, maybe just because there's no corner seating, um, I got to give the concourse nod with barely having experienced it to the folks at Lower.com. Zach, the folks want to know. I'm going to say folks one more time. It seemed wider. I saw people posting that it was certainly more narrow than TQL. I didn't feel that way at all. Interesting. Um, I thought it moved pretty smooth and fast, although crowded. And uh, they called the concourse more narrow. Yeah. Hmm. Um, hmm. But no, I felt like where we entered, it was like a pretty open air. I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. And I will say, our seats behind that goal, we were really on top of the, the action. Uh, <laughs> it's great when it's yeah. coming your way, which we were in the first. Half. Yeah, I'll say for sure. I think the vibe in there feels a little more intense. And I don't know if it's because of the color of the roof and the black in the seats. It's a little more intimidating, I think for an opposing team. Um, yeah. We'll, uh, I, I don't know. I think it's, it's pretty good. Well, star Warsy dark side. What's that big ship 
the the destroyers that go over the pointiness. Uh, and it was also, I don't want to say it, but turn the announcer down a little bit. Maybe because we're up closer to the speaker that we're... It was loud. I'm not even talking about like the crowd or anything. I will say it's probably the same as TQL. You can hardly hear the supporters section. You know they're making noise. And obviously the whole stadium is loud when something good happens or if there's a moment. But uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that back and forth on the internet I find to be kind of tired. Like, Which one? We out saying you. We're louder than you. I remember the the home game against Columbus. All of their fans were like, we couldn't even hear you over us. I'm like, if you're in the middle. <laughs> so if I'm in the away section, I can hear the away section much louder <laughs> than the section on the other side of the stadium. Um, it's just a weird battle to be there's, having. Well, there's a limit to uh, what you can hear. Also, I remember when we went to the last away game in Columbus, uh, we were very loud. There was more of us than this game. They, I think they allowed more. We couldn't hear them at all. And they claim, I saw people online saying, I couldn't hear Cincinnati fans at all. I was like, well, I don't know. <laughs> this is just, I guess we're either lying or this is science because yeah, I mean, we were definitely loud. When Whoever you're closest to, that's who yeah. you're going to hear. I just think that that pissing contest is kind of stupid. It's basically, if you bring enough people, it's always going to be about what it is. And uh, I'd say what the people around us could hear us, especially that there's lots of children who are very taken with the situation, just like staring up like, huh, is this what it's going to be like? We got uh, the corner of the opposite of the supporters. And obviously 209 was the corner. That was for all people in supporters groups who got tickets there, which was GA. And then they gave tickets through the club to 208, which they said would be assigned seating. Randomly assigned though, so if you got tickets to the club, you didn't pick a seat. This is important information, folks. You didn't pick a seat. The club just sent you tickets, and it had seats on them. So you were wherever you were, based on absolutely nothing. Just a computer spit it out for you. So we get there <laughs> half an hour before game time, maybe twenty minutes, and two oh nine is full. It's full to the brim. So I mean, somebody snaked our seats. Lots of people probably did because everyone just assumed it's a free for all because two and nine was GA and that's where the mo- that's where the the capo capos are that's where the most hardcore fans probably are that's where most of the singing will emanate from and so two and nine's full no big deal we see uh, Joseph Mamey and Eric saved us in a way saved us spots next to them they were in two oh eight so we're like all right we'll just stand next to them Mizak. Uh, Alex and his son, young son, who just had to witness some horrendous things coming up. But So we sit next to them, and then after about five minutes, at max probably, of us standing there, a middle-aged woman comes up holding two chicken sandwiches. Two chicken sandwiches, I guess, from Hot Chicken Takeover. She was looking excited to eat her sandwiches. She talks to Alex first, who's close to her, and says, um, basically, these are my seats. You know, we have I have four people. These are my seats right here. And... Alex just kind of stares at her phone. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know exactly. I just. Yeah, we're over here somewhere. I don't know. And then she kind of like looks over at us. She's holding her phone that has the tickets. Like, yeah, these are supposed to be mine right here. And they're like, yeah, you know, people are kind of just sitting wherever. She's like, no. Well, these are my seats. I need these seats. And they're like, well. It doesn't really matter. I'm trying to say 209 is full. Like, we're supposed to be over there. 
And, um, you know, it's all F- she's an FCC fan, by the way, I should I should say she's not a Columbus crew fan. That would be more understandable. She's like, no, these are I need my seats. These are my seats. And I don't Zach, was it at that point that you? Well, I think you jumped told, in. I think you told her. Um, yeah, people are just sitting wherever. So it doesn't really matter. Um, she's like, it does. And then I think that's when she, yeah, she, she's like, these are assigned seats and these seats, are my seats. And how about I get an usher? <laughs> over here and, and like yeah it's maybe just, somebody said like just calm down like just like chill out i was like did you pick out these specific seats like did you go on and pick these seats and she's she knows she didn't <laughs> she just she's like these are my seats <laughs> i was like and uh i don't know why we didn't just move right away yeah, but so like, it, it should just, be noted they were her seats yes they were her she was correct, seats but just but, coming at us <laughs> as a fellow cincinnati fan we're just with gonna, attitude we're just like who cares why don't you sit right where you're standing like, why does it matter right there um so, so she's three like, more people coming she's like well i'm gonna contact an usher and let him know that i'm being harassed and then they were like all right <laughs> i thought she said she was i thought that was the husband that she's telling it was probably hasn't been but then she said I'm texting like, my she said i'm texting my husband right now like, oh yeah yeah she, like, she was like when and when my family gets here and that's when i told her does your whole family suck or just you <laughs> Did she re- reply directly to that or just kind of? No. And I laughed at myself. I don't think she liked that either. Um, and then Joe said something about like being sorry or something. I was like, I was like, you know what? No, no, none of us are sorry. I was like, I was like, you didn't pick these. I was like, these seats are all randomly assigned. I was like, these we're all FCC fans. It doesn't matter. I was like, you're the only one who cares here. And uh, yeah, we were like, our seats are in 209. Someone's sitting in those. Yeah, she's, she's like, well, why don't you get an usher and tell him to move? I'm like, because we are not like you. No one else is like you. Why don't you tell uh, the whole section? Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you're listening. You probably might have the same reaction as my wife did. It's like, <laughs> like it was our problem. Yeah. No. You don't know. This lady, when, once she said, I'm going to tell him or them that you're harassing me, when she just walked over with an attitude, I thought it was just, I was like, oh, this is a real this is one of those Karen TikTok moments I've been enjoying so much. Yeah, pandemic. Are you from the internet? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I think the reaction anyone I've settled to is like, so you guys were kind of being assholes. Like, no, I don't know. I don't know about that. We just stood there for no. a second and she's like, no, these are my seats. No, trust, I, trust us. And the point is all <laughs> around us, it's just empty seats everywhere to our, you know, to our side. There was nothing particularly valuable about her seats which is why in a normal situation if someone else if we saw someone in this situation sitting where we are quote-unquote assigned seats were coons had assigned seats he had two because he got him into a way we could have sat i would have just sat four seats there was plenty of open seats and then on top of that we probably ended up with better seats anyways no gatekeeping here but what was she doing at columbus away (laughs) it didn't look like she cared she spent the whole game sat on her ass on her phone yeah well we should say so eventually we moved probably three rows back and over about 10 seats so she's right in our eye line eventually her husband and son and someone else show up she's elbowing the whole time he's looking up at us yeah she's pointing at us pointing pointing at us showing her husband that's them that's them yeah showing the text um, um i don't think he wanted anything to do <laughs> no he didn't he kept looking and i would look back he looked like a fucking big toe and uh it was not the, the it's not the husband that shows up that you're afraid of. No, this guy absolutely was a little roly poly. But she he, did uh yeah, she spent the whole game watching us and her phone. Yeah, she we ruined her game for sure <laughs> cuz she and uh I think Mary was like, "Well, it sounds like you were talking about the, like thinking about it the whole time too." 
Because I said, like, when something good happened, I would look down at her to see if she was enjoying, which she was not. And I was like, oh, I was having the time of my life. Yeah, this is. Uh, I, I was still checking on her, but like, you know, I was not in any way in my feelings about yeah. it. No. And all that being said, it's one of the funnest games I've seen since we joined the MLS. <laughs> win, well, let's win, put lose, a, or draw. Let's, yeah, yeah, let's put a bow on uh, Cincinnati Karen. I, and immediately when she got her seat, she was eating her sandwich, and I was like, "We ruined that sandwich." <laughs> I was like, "I was like, she's not enjoying that sandwich at all." The whole game, yeah, she's either looking at us or looking down. Uh, when Cruz barely missed that shot that he should have put away, I looked down. She's just stone face. And then Joe has the video of when um, Matarita scored the first goal. You know, Zapruder filming it, trying to pause it as it scrolls by her. I'm like, I think she's sitting. I'm not sure. It's a bit blurry, but it appears after that goal, she was sitting. And like Zach said, why are you coming? You're driving to Columbus, 6.30 on a Friday. It looks like you couldn't be bothered. And you're not very fun. It's just like not. We had a great vantage point after then. There's still empty seats around us. Yeah, and I'll say. It was a mixed section with Columbus fans. It's a great view from up there. There's, I'm sure there's haters out there. It's a great stadium. I'm not saying it's better. Yeah, I think I when we have a reason to have a great atmosphere, our stadium will be you know, really rocking <laughs> if we win a game at home. Because, uh, yeah, ours is we have the corners filled, so it does feel like a more substantial stadium, and it looks better from the outside. We have the grand staircase entrance. I know where to park. It's great. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, so, yeah, we are the winners. It's good for them. It, it does feel like... A logical next step from map free i don't know i don't know what to say but yeah, yeah. I, I just think the game day experience from the last away hell is real to this one it was this one was yeah. 10 times better it's, we're quite sweaty but last yeah. game it was brutal sun we were hiding behind fcc flags because it was so brutal so even just the roof is an instant uh 80 upgrade uh i will say though i always like to give columbus credit for years for matt free's fantastic pitch i'll tell you what they haven't grown it in a solid yet because straight off the jump sod everywhere yeah they had get it together emergency sod replacement (laughs) multiple times during the game people running out stomping grass back down so um um, it's no matt free no i think no matt free pitch yet you know not to get ahead of ourselves but maybe that's vermeer's problem it was something to do with the sod no one's talking about that yet. So like like I always say, we are the place setters for the week of FCC content, especially now with Zoops. I swear uh, to God, R. if I, I hear Weigel blaming the sod for <laughs> Well, well now he listened. If we hear I'm hearing there's people mentioning the sod. And uh that one's free. Brian or Brad, if you guys want to mention the sod. Uh but yeah, the sod was definitely an issue. But yeah, I mean, I heard a lot of understandable negativity because it's just like you're on such a high two one up we'll get into the game you're thinking we might actually do this with 10 minutes left in the game and we blow it and you know then you got the young people in front of us looking back at us and now they're laughing at us (laughs) but you know those are that's you got to take it you got to the good with the bad we jerk (laughs) off all over them and uh what are you gonna do (laughs) there's some I don't know if this kid was like 11, 12. He kept turning around and like singing and like putting thumbs down. I might have been the only one just laughing at myself, screaming, sit down, punk. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling Mary, I was like, these young kids learned more about the air jerk off motion. than there's going to be a lot of questions on the drive home. Dad, what does this mean? 
what, what was that all about? I didn't even really know what to do with my limbs at some point. I was just like, <laughs> I looked kind of apish, just like bouncing back and forth, jerking off. Like I didn't. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> when Otonga scored, it was like Donovan South Africa. <laughs> like <laughs> I've never been so excited in my life. Uh, it was great. But uh, yeah, so the game, the game, the game, we'll talk about the game. The, actually, before we get into the game, let's do a few of these. Let's get these headlines out of the way real quick. Um, like I said, I only have, well, I got, I got two in a movie, but you'll see there. Zach, you got one? Yeah. Just right, one. I'll, I'll go first then. Uh, this is from the Sao Paulo Times. This was a great one. I loved reading this one. There was a guy standing right there. Brenner explains aiming for side netting. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, that guy was the goalie. That's uh, a brutal one. This one is from National Geographic. Zach, I don't know if you saw this. You probably didn't. Exxon Valdez nuts Vermeer with massive spill after ball <laughs> strikes his hall. Yeah, that's all right. What do you got? Top that. Valdez nuts. from uh, ESPN.com. So. Derek Etienne Judas. <laughs> Big storyline going into Hell is Real was the emotional roller coaster former FCC man must be feeling playing his former team. Just keep going. Just keep reading. <laughs> Derek Etienne, I did, I did wonder if uh, any of the crew fans even understood why I was yelling "traitor." Like, did he play there? I don't even remember that. Uh, I think yeah. he forgets. <laughs> he probably does. Um, they got Abdul Salam too, or did they cut him? But, uh, if you're, you know, of a really younger age, Exxon Valdez was a massive oil spill. I think it was near Alaska or Pacific Northwest, wherever it was. Exxon Valdez nuts. Guys, Exxon Valdez, oil spill, Vermeer spilled one. Finally, they made a movie about Lucho prepping his shot. It's called The NeverEnding Story. <laughs> Great one. Uh, I can't say these are any better or worse than are you. <laughs> They've been downhill just, for a while. You described Lucho perfectly as a one-man arsenal in front of goal. <laughs> it's just like setting up for a moment. Keep setting up. Keep setting comes. up. Uh, let's see. I got lower.com field. Harassment lady. <laughs> the game itself I think it was the same starting lineup Velo was in there Velo and Cruz uh, Vermeer still oh, Vermeer back right It was TT last game wasn't it I believe so It's been a while uh, Vermeer back and um, Yeah I was ready for the game Oh well, lastly their Tifo uh, Tifo getting too much praise If I should say so myself Because the first thing that came up Was the black and gray backdrop which i look like he- gravestones headed towards lower.com field they hoist that up it's ripped in two places it's kind of folding over on the top and it hangs there alone for about 20 minutes <laughs> wasn't that long at least like a realistically 10 which is an eternity our tifo is allowed to be up for two minutes because there's a uh, big screen behind it that they don't want us to cover which is obnoxious they don't have a big screen behind theirs so it's hanging there. Usually our TIFO goes up after the anthem. This is well before the anthem. We then have the anthem. It's hanging there alone the whole time. And you're thinking, this is the fucking TIFO? Much like people thought for the last, our hell is real. They thought the uh, the demon guy part, you know, that went up by itself. And I saw lots of pictures of that. I'm like, here's the TIFO. Still better than their background on its own. So then eventually a side comes up and it says, what did it say? Hell is real night. Yeah, Hell is Real Night, which 
in a vacuum was just a bizarre <laughs> looking sentence. Pray then, for day on the other side, yeah. but you could not read. And then Gar- the only part that came off, which was still a little bit of a rudimentary illustration, if I may say so, was Gary uh, behind bars made of wooden spoons. Like that was the only part that worked for me. And then about 15 minutes later, the card stunt, which was the, yeah. the oh, flames. Yeah. The flames. And it's kind of hard to tell they were flames. Yeah. I mean, I got it, but yeah. no, I'd all, forgotten there was a card stunt. The thing is, like, coming. if they did it all, like, in sequence within a couple minutes, it would have come off a lot better. But it took about a half an hour for the <laughs> whole thing to be displayed. Piecemeal. Um, and parts were of the lettering were drooping. Yeah. You had to fill in the blank. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I might be a minority of FCC fans, but like, I think it was an honest effort. Well, clearly <laughs> it was it, like five pieces yeah, and a card yeah. stun. They really went for it. But the way, like the pause, the long pauses between each, it kind of lost its luster. Plus like some of the rigging not working quite right. But, uh, I mean, it, you know, it's a nice dig. But, uh, yeah. Some of the pictures you see are zoomed in where you just see Gary and people are like, Tifo of the year. I'm like, I need better execution. You know, you don't, if you thought it was pretty good, but you didn't think it was great, you don't have to congratulate him. You can no. say it sucked. You can lie <laughs> if you thought it was good. Oh, congratulate. I will say it's the best Columbus one I've ever seen. But yeah, so that was the, the place setter. I will say lots, they have lots of explosions, lots of flames. Oh, yeah. Lots of <laughs> shooting things off in after they score, too. They're really, they're really going. I got to say, up in that second level, you can really feel the heat off of those <laughs> it was, It's quite hot. Uh, strangely enough. Maybe that's why Alex was sweating so profusely. <laughs> he was thinking about that woman that he, the harasser. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, why? like if, if his first reaction, because he was the first to confront her, if it was like, okay, yeah, we'll just go back here. We would all just went with him. <laughs> but instead he's like, yeah. He's like double checking her seat. Like, yeah, that looks right. <laughs> it is weird setting. Game starts though. Right from the jump, we're on our heels. The first couple minutes, they had a few amazing chances. I haven't watched the replay at the beginning, but uh, I think what, they hit the crossbar. They hit the post. Something happened like that. They hit the post. A uh, few breakaways, and um, it was like, wow, this is going to be a long game. But the fact they didn't score, I was like, I think I think we just survived. We survived the flip side of our game where we scored immediately. We scored two goals in like the first 20 minutes. So they had their chance for that moment for them almost just as quick and they didn't get it and so you know we're playing with house money at that point already and feeling good and after i'd say 10 minutes or so you know we got our foot in the game yeah that we first, looked like a competent team the first 10 minutes we're like not feeling good not feeling good at all but uh yeah after that i thought we really kind of turned it on we willed them towards towards our section and the, the first moment the first big moment for us was Brenner's chance. This is how we got a lot of our goals this year. We, we put the pressure on. We kind of force an errant pass. We win the ball back in a dangerous position. It's played through to Brenner. He's on front of the goalie. Plenty of time. He also, Plenty of time. Did you see the – have you watched Plenty the replay? Plenty of time. No. He should have shot. That's fine. But also – a wide open runner if he decided to pass the ball like if he if you can't decide make the pass if you can't decide make the pass uh he didn't do that he did shoot it shoots it right into side netting and i'll tell you what it looked better on tv because live because we're directly on top that's the goal they're coming towards our section 
it was a massive miss. It was a brutal miss, and my heart sank a little uh, at that point because yeah. it wasn't off of the run of play. So you're like, oh, we got to capitalize on. There this was uh, yeah, I don't know how it looked on TV, but from our vantage point, there was a lot of space to that for that near post. So I'm not mad at him for going for that, but he really fucked it up. <laughs> A lot of space both ways. Yeah. And uh, the harassment lady, she was besides herself. She was just sitting there in stunned <laughs> silence. She couldn't <laughs> move. She couldn't believe it. Uh, could not believe it. And then, uh, I don't know, at some point, 30th minute, some, I could look at it. I'm not going to look at it, but uh, they win a free kick. A slightly dangerous position for Zellerion, who's the free kick master. Uh, luckily, he sends it acres over the goal. And you're like, yes, we survived. A few minutes later, Hagland. I'd like to see the replay on that. Felt like a pretty weak foul. It felt uh, incredibly weak. There was a clear foul before that where they pulled Zellerian's jersey and, uh, you know, advantage played. But then that, that foul that they ended up giving that led to the goal was pretty fucking soft. That's frustrating. And it might have been the perfect place if you're a free kick taker. Perfect distance. It's right where he was before, but five yards at least closer. So it was, he had a practice one in him. You could feel it. Didn't feel good. <laughs> it's like, you know, they have to set up like this where you have the wall and then you have Vermeer to the side. But like, we're looking right down the barrel. He's perfectly in line with us. You're like, God, oh, there's so much goal. <laughs> He's going to do it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was perfect free kick. Nothing Vermeer could have done. No, but I think we all knew that was yeah. going in. Uh, that, you know, it was, that was close to like the 40th minute because we scored really close to halftime. And um they're looking at us like i said 208 was a blended section so columbus fans fans in front of us you know they're feeling themselves we're feeling we're feeling sad and then we started i feel like we won six seven corners in that first half and barry all all of them terrible straight to a columbus player not clearing the first first defender but we just kept getting corner after corner after corner. And finally, he gets one. It gets a little deeper. The ball comes out to Matarita. He's all alone. Nobody closes him down. He fucking rips a perfect shot. Somehow doesn't get deflected. Goes through everyone. Hits in the far corner. And uh, we got to erupt. And they It was so beautiful because they barely had any time to rub it in our face. And immediately, we're rubbing it back in their face. And Yeah, and certainly they were pretty salty because it was in the 47th plus like 30 something seconds so beyond the two minutes of added time glorious yeah we won the corner you know it was legit we won the corner. oh yeah before, no yeah. it was but, but when you look at the time you're like what uh so it was beautiful and you know i'm screaming nonsense i'm just like we're all having fun we're all having fun. <laughs> i'm screaming one at the, one you're like hey we all I'm had screaming a at the top of my lungs at the guys in front of me like what happened what happened <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it's like I want. If it's only one person hears us, it's all worth it. Yeah, I was like, "Oh my god, did you see that? Like, this is crazy. This is crazy." I'm just jerking off, and, and there's my, like a six year old looking at me like, "Daddy, what's happening?" Up there? My scream is like a a woman in a horror movie scream. Too. <laughs> oh. uh, it was a beautiful moment, absolutely beautiful, and uh, and it's just the pure joy. And then you know. It was a pretty even game that whole half. You know, they got they had their early chances and then they got off a free kick. But yeah, we could, had we had a decent amount. There was a couple times like we couldn't get the right shot off. Valo had that header. Um, yeah, it felt it's feeling pretty good. Yeah, it, they were a team who won, lost six games in a row, and 
they weren't they definitely weren't the Columbus we were terrified of earlier in the year. They weren't dominating us. We weren't dominating them. It was an even matchup and you know, I think aside from Mensa, I think they're pretty shaky at the back and um if we had a competent striker, I think uh we could have really hammered them. Brew told me I said it at halftime, but I think it might have been the water break where I was mentioning Vermeer spilling. We might have talked no, about the, before how he a, doesn't catch anything. He didn't catch any. The whole game he didn't catch any. Some and were justified. Some he palmed away. Um, some he punched away. You can't say they're all justified, though, for sure. Because, no. Because you've never seen them. another keeper spill so many, ever. <laughs> yeah, and it's his thing. Always. It's, it's every not, game. It's not in It's it. not just... It, was, wasn't, it wasn't specific <clears throat> to this game. He just isn't... He's been punished for it before, but it was a matter of time on Friday. Yeah, and when it's directly in front of the goal and not to the side at all, it it feels yeah. it feels even worse. But uh, yeah, we go into halftime and I'm feeling about as good as you can feel. I said I was saying that uh, it's, it's felt there's no way the game was going to end one one. You just it couldn't. Uh, I wasn't predicting three two, but I wasn't predicting this. Yeah, and, I think we uh, all knew that Isaac Atago would come on and score, <laughs> the, <laughs> score the first a goal, goal, his first MLS goal. But yeah, so second half starts together. Yeah, we're water breaks, hydration breaks. That's the phrase I couldn't remember the last episode for both uh, both halves. Uh, but in the second half, yeah, they're going away from us now, and that's when you start to notice he's spilling a few. One hit him right in the chest when he was standing up, and it kind of just like bounced down, and he got it. One he like hit in the air. I was like, he is. <laughs> we're all noticing, but he's he's not catching anything. And I, I think I said they need to just tell their guys to as soon as one of their player shoots just sprint towards the ball don't hesitate at all and they fi- finally got the memo but we scored first i should mention dreamland yeah isaac Atanga comes in for brenner i don't think he'd been in for that long but uh earliest yap sub you'll see in your lifetime but we get a quick turnover i think actually it was off of ironically a save by um a not caught save by vermeer he pat it down. He played it out. Immediately, we're on the break. Quick turnaround. Acosta plays to a streaking Isaac Atanga who cuts in and uh, hits one far post. And you couldn't really tell exactly what was happening from our vantage point, but it didn't seem like a place where I was expecting Atanga to shoot. And then you just see it hit the back of the net. And like you said, Zach, if you thought the air jerk-offs were bad before, it's just losing losing all control of my body in the best way. And Zach, if you had to predict right then, Seemed like we're the better team. You I think we could take it home. I wasn't predicting a three-two loss. Foolishly, I thought we're gonna hang on. We had it two-one into the 80th minute because I remember noticing. I was like, "We ten minutes?" I was like, "We can't we just go ten minutes?" Um, no, we couldn't go ten minutes. Uh, Zilla Rayon eventually he gets a long-range shot. Don't you think? It felt bizarre to me when we're like tying a game. We play for the tie, and you can see that. But we were up 2-1, and we didn't play for the one. Yeah, we had <laughs> We another, didn't try to hold on to that. It felt like like our game plan seemed to be like just continue to attack, which like, all right, that's fine in some scenarios. But like, I thought we could kind of bunker down and see it out. Yeah. I mean, I'm living off the high of that second goal. But it did seem like, whoa, they got a little bit of space now. <laughs> like, yeah, lots. <laughs> and like, it, was, it was a little strange. I should say five minutes or so before uh, Tonga's goal, we had a beautiful buildup and a ball to Cruz who played it you know, the opposite way the keeper was going. He had him beat. The keeper didn't move. He looked like he was probably shielded a little bit, and he put it 
about a couple feet wide and that one really stung that really stung that and then like been, in hindsight because he missed it i was like ah he could have left it lucho was coming in from the left he would have curled it with his right foot but i yeah, mean cruz had, had every every right to take it on the costa but, yeah i have that here a costa not not shooter <laughs> uh before that goal too lucho on a breakaway in front of everyone mensa kind of loses the ball it's just him Going straight at the keeper, getting chased by three Columbus guys. It looks like he's setting up to curl it with his right foot and curl it into the top right corner. He just keeps waiting, keeps waiting, keeps waiting. Eventually, he's out of shot range. He cuts back again. There's three guys in front of him. He tries to shoot. It's blocked off. Unbelievable. That one looked terrible in the replay, too. And you just don't understand. And I just couldn't believe the guy who will try to chip you from way out, catch you off your game. This time, an honest-to-goodness chance for and a simple shot for him it could have been saved but you just nine times out of ten you're gonna assume he's going to uh he's gonna put that in or at least put it on frame and just for him to not even get a shot off was at the moment slightly crushing you're like what why and it just uh one of the things you don't want to harp on Acosta too much because we love him obviously but the forced nutmegs there was a lot of them who was it? I think Taylor Tom was like Acosta's up for it if he could just make the <laughs> like yeah he's like he was he was going for it he was up for it as they say but he just he doesn't pull the trigger quick enough and he tries to nutmeg everyone Zach what do you remember about Acosta not shooting there that's when I called him the one man Arsenal because if you're an <clears throat> Arsenal fan you know yeah about I just them. remember going like, <laughs> because he kept like he's about to shoot he's about to shoot he's about to shoot uh no no it was it was that was, I don't know what to say. He you, had a, you feel good when it's, you're like, oh, it's him. Right. Like if it was Brenner, you'd be like, you're not trusting him. But I'm like, oh, Acosta's the one-on-one. Like he knows what to do. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious what was going on in his mind there. And I think was the one where he was going along the touchline. That was after we went down 3-2, right? Yeah. Um, and that was, that was way less egregious because he didn't really have many options. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, he was. He was good. He played some really good balls, um, and he helped us get out of the defense a lot because he has one of the best first touches, definitely best on our team. Um, so he received the ball well with his back towards our goal, and uh, he did more good than harm for sure. But yeah, that was, it was, that was, that was, a it was rough, just brutal. Rough moment. Uh, but yeah, Zellerion, a shot from way out that um, is extremely catchable. Um Vermeer goes down, hits right off his belly. And finally, they got the memo. There's a guy there, and he puts it in. And, uh, you know, we were giving him a lot of space, but that's such a long shot. You, you got to catch that, you know. I was comp- I was talking to Max about it because he was defending Vermeer a little bit. I was comparing him to, like, a field goal kicker missing an easy one at the game. There's so many moments that happen leading up to a, to the kick at the end where you're like, well, if this guy wouldn't have gotten called off sides, they, they would have had a first down and we could just kneeled and the game would have been over. It wouldn't have had a kick a field goal. But you're the field goal kicker. It's a 30-yard field goal. You got to make it. If you're, you're Vermeer, uh, yeah, we, we, we slagged off a little too much after we went up 2-1. And that's all true. But if you're, if you're a professional goalie, <laughs> especially that one, that first one was more egregious. You got to not spill that. Especially because yeah. now they're looking for it, and uh, yeah, it and was then bad. On top of that, all right, so that's his thing to not catch it. But he is never. We've talked about this in other podcasts, so you know it's a problem. He is not quick to pounce on it. 
Like he's on his butt. He's really slow to pop back up and dive on that ball. It's like, oh, I, I, I boofed it. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks about it for a second. Uh, he got saved in the first or earlier in the half. There was one. It bounced off him. And thank God Jeff Cameron was there, who like coolly just like flicked it behind himself away from the dude. He just reacted perfectly to the moment. The other ones, not much you could do if you were a defender. Um, so that happens. They're going crazy. They're screaming at us. Now we can't hear you exactly, exactly. A few minutes later, ball comes down again. Another ball comes in. A few minutes later, it was in the next minute. Well, if you count like celebration time, I guess. I guess. No, I think 81st and 82nd minute were their goals. Okay. Well, yeah. (laughs) Either way, immediately after, emotionally, it happens again. Um, Another one that you shouldn't have spilled. This one bounces right to... Is it the same guy? Yep. Both of them? Barry. And uh, bounced off his, his inner thigh and kind of floated over him. That one was kind of in slow motion. You're like, oh, that's that's going to go over. That's not going to go in. Yeah. And it goes in. You're like, <sighs> what can you say? There's yeah, no, there's, I felt there's like, no words left. So that, that fumble was way less egregious than the uh, second goal. However, we needed to close them down. When they were outside the box of that ball, I'm screaming. Like, somebody get tight. Viasia is just flat-footed there. No one else. No one's closing that guy down. Um, so then for me, like Vermeer's spill was secondary to just us giving them acres and acres of space right around the box. So, uh, yeah, we kind of deserve to be punished for that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, everything you said was true, but it was just like seeing the ball pop up again. Sure. It's just so unbelievable. Sure. And then I know there was time left. I didn't think... We had it in us. <laughs> no, just like, it was, that was I'm, so deflating. It was hot as hell. Harris, Harris came in for Cameron. Cameron. Vasquez like, had yeah. come on. Uh, yeah, I think Harris at some point, he was like 10 yards in from the corner on there in the final third. It was like, <laughs> I screamed Olympico. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it felt like it was going to take something ridiculous we never had a really great yeah i think we got one more we got another corner nothing came of that Um, we had five minutes of stoppage plus the what i was just ready for it to be over because i knew it was what it was and it was just uh it was a sad ending and like you said earlier it was a very entertaining game um i don't know if taylor twelman was trying to oversell it but he's like this game (laughs) this game's had everything and uh yeah i mean it was a very exciting entertaining game and um like I say, most weeks, like at this game in a vacuum, it's like, yeah, they they beat us at home. But another game that we've been winning and we either lose or is tied. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's hard. It is. I mean, I do look kind of look at this game in a vacuum just because it is a rivalry. And honestly, I thought we were pretty good. It's like if we lost five nothing and nobody looked like they wanted to be there and be like, well, let's just fire Stom. You know, let's just start fresh. <laughs> let's give us something. But, you know, we clearly showed up for it. Yeah, um, I mean, I'll I'll say I think he fucked up when we went up. I think we could have made some changes and close up some of that space and just honestly sit back and cross our fingers. Um, yeah, I mean, Stenko said he wanted to embarrass them. Put him in there. <laughs> get, get his yellow card. Um, yeah. It's like during the game, I'm like, I thought we needed a third. You know, you just don't feel comfortable with this team. Yeah. yeah, we didn't. It, they, you know, they didn't have a lot of moments. But and like Zellerian, I thought we shut him down pretty good. You would see yeah, him he like had a one few Acosta of, moments where he juked some guys, but yeah. it was in the middle I of the field. Hagelin closed him down multiple times. Like that a boy. Anyway, it was 
It was the most entertaining game I've been to this year, for sure. I wasn't able to go to the home hell is real. But uh, my highs were as high as could possibly be. So I'll take it. Yeah, we were talking about uh, people mad, Columbus fans mad at other Columbus fans for singing when they were up on Seattle with like time left or whatever. I guess you're the home team then and you're on a losing streak. But And I was saying, you just got to enjoy it while you can because you don't know how... <laughs> How about Columbus? They they go up one nothing. They only had a few minutes to enjoy that. So really, you gotta enjoy it literally for the moments, the fleeting moments. Especially our team. I posted that thing. It was about our home games. We've only won four home games ever, out of like thirty something games. You have to enjoy it. So when we are up two one, I mean nobody's no one's making this argument like don't celebrate too hard because you know we suck. Nobody was doing that. So I don't want to act. I'm not creating a straw man, but yeah. We live it up. You got to. Because this is all you got. These moments between the moments, that's literally all you have. So if you can't enjoy those, then yeah, you probably should quit. So that's what I'm doing. I'm choosing to hold on to that 71st minute or whenever Atanga scores. Um, I mean, I'm still riding Roland Lama away at Atlanta. (laughs) (laughs) You can't take it away. (laughs) That's got me through some bad days. Yeah, and that's why, you know... A tie would have felt, I feel like, more apropos for the game. Like, on the whole, a 2-2 draw would would have made sense for both these teams. Uh, I don't feel like we deserved to lose. But, um, you know, that's our team. We don't have <laughs> whatever it is. We're missing that magic. And hopefully the next, uh, the next manager has some fairy dust he can sprinkle on this team. But, yeah, so I, I enjoyed it all I could. Like I, I tweeted out, I said I don't regret don't regret going to the game it's not one of these ones like fuck like I, the nashville away game that i was like man i'm glad i didn't fucking go to that game because they just got slaughtered from the jump so ones like that you have no regret but like if you're like oh three two i'm glad i didn't go it's like you know what you should have been there yeah no it was, you, it, was a, it was a really good time and uh the stadium is great it's hard to, they do feel a lot different so i can't say i like ours i liked theirs they're both good. Good good for Columbus. You know, we're all one state, you know. <laughs> you just root for the state, right? Is that what we're doing? Uh, but, yeah. Um, and then we were gone. We did see uh, the bracelet kingpin as we were leaving the park. <laughs> yeah, wearing what looked like a yellow shirt. I thought it was a neutral colored shirt, which I thought was perfect. Uh, second to last place, 17 points. Playoffs, seeming like a tough ask. <laughs> seeming like a tough ask. <laughs> Um, how many games are left? Like 15 or something? I don't know. 15 times 3. 15. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we could win out and I don't think we would catch New England. Um, we're not going to win out. but Wait. I do think we'll get a home win, which we haven't gotten yet at the Teak. But if we can play like this again, you know, we got Clayton maybe coming. He's a game changer. <laughs> Desperate to catch on with any team. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Kevin. I'll let you talk for a minute. Time starts right now. This week in MLS, it was Rivalry Week. Rivalry Week brought to you by Heineken. Heineken intentionally making its beer taste skunked for GIs who fought in Europe. 
and nobody has bigger rivals than the United States and Mexico. This year's All-Star game was Liga Mekis versus MLS All-Stars. Gotta say, definitely the most interesting MLS format we've had for, for the All-Star break. And one of the better All-Star games I've ever seen across any sport. Uh, baseball will always have the best All-Star game, but honestly, this is right up there. Big winners this week were LAFC supporters for showing the world what a good Tifa looks like so we can all stop pretending Columbus did a good job with theirs. Toronto and New York Red Bulls both lost this weekend, but Chicago won. FC Cincinnati just two points out of that wooden spoon position, and the gap between 13th and 12th is getting larger and larger. Oh, baby. Potpourri. Zach, we can really just put a bow on it. Away games, you know? People remember, we didn't even have these games a year ago. There was no road games. There was no home games. So, you know, we wore masks in the concourse. It looked like we were about the only ones, I will say. Columbus was not feeling the concourse masks. And uh, so there's for sure an outbreak. Uh, what's your final? Should we give you final thoughts? Is there anything else you need to touch on before you go? No, I was, I was pretty upset about the 6.30 start time. I had to leave work early and all that shit. Um, I know it's not Columbus's fault. It's an MLS. I'm sure it was a doubleheader probably. Yeah. Um, but? Fucking bogus, man. But why my butt was, it was really great to get back <laughs> yeah, at a reasonable hour. <laughs> yeah. It worked out in the end. We didn't really hit any traffic. We had to interact. You know, if we had gotten any there earlier, we wouldn't have met Karen. <laughs> sure, <laughs> but we would have had, like, we could have gotten a good spot. I mean, we are fine. I got no regrets, really. But, uh, yeah, 6.30 on a weekday. It's not. Rivalry game. You can't do that. Um, one little accident could have ruined a lot of people's times. I was shocked how full 2 and 9 was. I thought there was going to be a lot more stragglers. But it was mostly us. I was like, damn. Yeah. Guys all took off work. Uh, good for them. Zach, do you want to tell your to catch a predator story, or should we just save that for another time? Oh, at the pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, we have so little to speak on. I don't know if you wanted to, you know, make yourself out to be a hero. You don't have to. No, I mean I am a hero. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I went to uh, me and Eli are members of the uh, Westwood YMCA. Come find us, and uh, <laughs> we go to the pool. It was Monday or Tuesday. Um, not very crowded. We walk up and I see this guy with his phone out. I'm like, that's kind of weird. He's like sitting like in this chair, kind of not with the others, probably 60 years old. I'm like, what's up with this guy? I get in the pool with Eli and I keep watching this guy and there's a girl swimming laps. And every time she stops swimming and like kind of stands up out of the water, this guy's phone comes up slowly mm. and then she starts swimming again. It goes back down. I'm watching, I'm watching, trying to make sure it's not like her dad taking a picture or something weird. (laughs) (laughs) Working on her form for the swim team. Um, But then I see there's a girl in a two-piece sunbathing, and I watch the guy stand up with his phone out and kind of spin in a circle and then sit back down. I'm like, all right, I know what's going on here. So then the, the girl who was swimming laps, eventually she gets out and she's like, toweling off and he's got his phone out the whole time pointed at her so i grab my son i'm like come on man and i quickly pull him all the way across the did pool. you say how old he was probably 60 okay um late 50s 60 we climb up the ladder and i sneak up behind the guy and i see yeah he's got his camera on watching this girl so i'm like hey what are you doing 
He's like, just sitting here. And then he X's out the camera and shows me his home screen without me even asking him about his phone. He's like, see? I'm like, all right, guilty asshole. So I say to the girl, excuse me, do you know him? She's like, no, why? I was like, because he's been fucking filming you the whole time you were swimming. And uh, the guy says, oh, God damn it. I'm like, Jesus, you were the most guilty motherfucker ever. He's like, not this again. So he tries to get it. He's like, tries to get up and leave. So I put my hand on his chest. I'm like, no, 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 no. I was like, let me see your phone. He's like, no. He's like, I'm leaving. I'm like, no, no. So I, he's trying to walk out. So I walk in front of him with my hand like on his chest the whole time. So he can't get past them. Like these lifeguards are kids and there's one that's a little older. I'm like, I was like, Hey, I don't know really what the protocol here is, but this dude, the girl wasn't a minor, which is the only silver lining. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I was like, I was like, this guy is filming this girl swimming laps and toweling off and stuff. He's like, which guy? I'm like, this guy right next to me that I'm touching it. Cause it was weird. Cause the guy just, the guy just was just standing there, like not trying to force his way out. And, uh, the lifeguard's like, well, can I see your phone? And the guy's like, no. And then, so the lifeguard takes him up to the front desk and they get all his name and information. He's banned from the Y and they were going to walk past when you left or were you, he was gone by then, okay. but they said the police were going to his house to talk to him and uh anyway i was when i left i was pretty much cheered out to my car <laughs> there's like multiple people in the parking lot people drove up in their car and uh i mean it was the most he was the most if you wanted to draw a perv you'd draw this guy. <laughs> was he in his swimsuit he had yeah he had a swimsuit on and a shirt and his flip-flops he had and he has backpack on his lap so who knows his <laughs> status this whole time but like um just fucking disgusting and then that poor girl was like i can't I just feel like i can't go anywhere it's like yeah i don't know how <laughs> yeah. i would feel like knowing this guy is like you know my instinct is like smash his phone and like really give him the business but then then there's no proof and uh yeah i don't know just fucking nightmarish for like i'm just glad that he was gone and not like following this girl to her car but uh it was awkward you know eli's with me the whole time yeah, i was gonna ask what was his mood was he like what's going on he was like we should have smashed his phone <laughs> you know he's telling him that like someone was taking bad pictures of someone or something. yeah i was like he was taking a picture of this girl he doesn't know her he was like oh why i was like because he's a creep he doesn't i mean he doesn't understand the vibe thankfully but yeah i wonder you're more confrontational than me i, f- I feel like i would have uh probably like gone up to the the why people you know yeah which i'm not saying that's the right thing to do i'm just like i don't like i i'd like to believe i'd be like hey maybe i would in the right situation but yeah i'm more passive but yeah i just i honestly didn't trust them to they wouldn't have been able to catch him in the act sure right and then you had to deal with the harassment lady (laughs) she doesn't know that you're just a huge defender of women (laughs) you just know you're a hero i mean i like I hate to talk to strangers unless it's a conflict. Then I enjoy it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It was Alex. Was like, I can't. You talked to that lady a lot longer than I thought you were going to. <laughs> just couldn't leave. Yeah. I mean, what a week. <laughs> it really does something for me to just go back and forth with someone. But I mean, that lady just sucks so bad. I know people are listening. They're like, there were her seats. I mean, why don't you guys just move? But like, you should have heard the way she, she kept speaking. shoving her so- tickets in our face. Like, look. And we're it's like, like, yeah, I'm right here. Yeah, we're like, yeah, we get it. But it was but more weird. You'd expect that at your own stadium. 
but it's like we're all Cincinnati fans in enemy territory. Yeah. Like we're just we're on the same team. Yeah. We're at an away game. This is this is where you go. It's where you go crazy. Uh but no, she was not about that life. But uh no. I felt for the husband a little bit. Yeah, he didn't want any of that heat. It's not the first time he's had to deal with and his kids, but the other thing that annoyed me was they were sitting right on the edge, the very last seats of 208. So they're breaking up the vibe yeah, it's like from 209 to 208. singing, these people. And these people sitting down. And so like, you know, you want everyone who's like going to not be passive to all be together. And like, there they are. Just we'll never know. Maybe, maybe, maybe she would have been. Uh... Her poor kids. <laughs> It's not the first time. I like just try to imagine Mayor being like, I'm texting, I'm texting my husband that you're harassing me. Can you it's imagine like, you, I was, you showing up? <laughs> the, okay, what's the people up? are so relieved. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's this guy. Because I've just been seeing these recent fight videos at like preseason games. Yeah. And there's like, you know, I'm not blaming women, but like one is like this woman like throws a cup and like a brawl ensues. With like, way to go. Now all these idiots are fighting each other because you threw a freaking cup. I was having all these visions and then like imagining like Reddit exploding, like Cincinnati fans turning on each other as like this woman's <laughs> husband is like trying to pound us and like I, I'd already like kind of thought of what I would say, but like she was being very rude for no reason. I didn't understand. Sir. He's like, wait, KLR? Oh god damn. At these road games, you just never know who you're going to be partnered up with. We kind of know what's to be expected at our uh, our season ticket seats, but uh, it's a wild ride out there. But uh, if you're listening, if you're uh, if your husband, if if he is a fan, he definitely knows who we're talking about. <laughs> There's not not a lot of mystery. Uh, sorry, it had to come to that, <laughs> which wasn't really anything. But respect to you for uh, putting in the work. Respect that. Final, Final thoughts. thoughts. Let's get out of here. Anything, Zach? No, our kids start soccer practice on a Tuesday. Alex has everything timed out beautifully. Three coaches. Might be a little overkill, but I think we'll really intimidate our opponents. Hell is real for these other teams. That's for sure. I know. That's right. All right. Oh, if you didn't see, I posted all the outro songs that are available on Spotify. You can search for the playlist. KLR Outro Music. Look it up if you ever wanted to know. They're out there. Quite a variety. What'll it be this time? Who knows? I've got a favorite Columbus band. Oh, God. Oh, fuck you, man. (laughs) (laughs) To play us out, Sting. All right, till next time. Amelia, what's good? R.I.P. Subes. What's Cody Croppin? We loaned him out. (laughs) In or out, Ben Lunt's back. So there's also that. Kyle Scott, we didn't mention him. Kyle Scott in, just like he never left. What a journey. I'll tell you what, he hasn't been practicing. All he does is fucking play golf based on his Instagram. Can't wait to have you. Him and Velo is the midfield we need. We works for uh, Gareth Bale. Sure. No bumps on that road. All right. (laughs) Zach's a hero. Karen's a zero. (laughs) Yeah.